Slice Audio. All right, everybody. Coming into December, coming into December hot. Back with another episode. Quick plugs. Save a shit ton on your next vacation. Go to MurdochJones.com. Click on Book VIP. Save 85%. Or save a bunch on our brand new sponsor, On It. Uh, total Life Hack Performance. I suggest the Alpha Brain. Go to MurdochJones.com. Click on the On It link, or you can go to onit.com slash Murdoch. Save 15%. That's how you support the show. I appreciate it. How are you feeling? How's your mental health? Are you checking in? Are you doing your breathing? I'm feeling from like the, the sphere I'm in of people, a heightened sense of stress for a variety of reasons. And so like, check in with yourself, man. Are you, are you putting in, you know, some positive whatever is going to make you de-stress? Take some time. Talk to a therapist. Go on walks. Read a book. I'm doing yoga or, like, just kind of stretching. I wouldn't even call it yoga sometimes because I'm not being dedicated enough to say I'm doing yoga. The, the people at Soul Yoga know that I'm not going often enough, but like I'm doing some regular stretching and breathing just to kind of check in. It's working too. But like, you know, see a therapist if you got to see a therapist. It's a stressful time. You can't just bury your head in the sand and like hide and wait for to get through it. You got to be a gangster. You got to be able to put some horse heads in beds when you need to, and you need to be feeling your best to be able to do that. It doesn't mean you're, you know, you don't have to be a sissy about it. If that's what, you know, first off, there's nothing wrong with any of this. Take your mental health seriously. It's a muscle, just like anything else. Like you got to put the work in. I'm not lecturing, by the way. I'm checking in. Like, just making sure you're feeling all right. That's the new. So, like, you know, I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a kick about this. It was self-care September, and then it was sober October. It was bendy November so far, kind of. I don't really have a name for it, but, like, I'm, you know, stretching and breathing, just checking in. And, like, December maybe because it's the holidays. Why don't we make it, you know, we need something that's funny for December. Crazy December. <laughs> crazy. We'll just call it crazy December. Just check in with yourself, man. Don't 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 just bury it. You got to got to make sure you're feeling good. Jesus, dude, we start this one off a little crunchy. Hey, by the way, not for nothing, when did John Voight lose his goddamn mind? Like, have you seen John Voight on the internet? Well, let's just get right into it. I feel here first, let's just let's just spend some time in this realm a little bit. Okay. There's like I don't know what to tell you. There is no fraud in the election. There has been no evidence whatsoever. These these insane QAnon videos you see on Facebook are like none of this like there's point zero 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 a thousand more zeros fraud in every election, even this like I I can't I will. I refuse to allow myself to get worked up about the fact that there, there's co- like there is no controversy here. But when did John Voight lose 
Like John Voight's on the internet telling people to put bullets in their guns. Like a like a lunatic. These old people got tricked by the internet, and it's time for the middle people who got tricked by the internet who are starting to <laughs> see a, 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 a lessened... Like, there's an information and disinformation cold war. And now that the election's kind of done, you'll see a little bit less of that. So some of you middle people who got tricked by the internet are going to start to see a, a different type of truth because there's not so much bullshit. You're going to have to fix some of the older people that got tricked. You know what I mean? They can't leave a man down. Like, there's some there's some dude shot in the field yet. You got to drag them old people back. John, someone's got to sit John Voight down and, like, reteach him the internet. Well, because, like, I don't, I wouldn't ever listen to John Voight, and you're not going to listen to John Voight, but I don't know how many fucking people out there are like, I'll do whatever John Voight says. And then some, you know, dude who also got tricked by the internet, who's also some John Voight fanatic, is now, like, cleaning every gun he has, waiting for the time to come where he gets to go, you know, shoot something. You can't be firing these people up. It's just an election. We've had a lot of them. You'll have more of them. From the likes of it, you're going to get your shot at getting Trump back in 2024. At least that's what it looks like if the fucking guy would ever just concede like a real person. Oh, my God. Like, this is not supposed to be this stressful. And it's largely even worse becoming only on social media. Like, I'm... 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 (laughs) If you could go to a Thanksgiving, I'm actually starting to prefer the old version of this where it was just fucking at Thanksgiving where one guy was on a mailing list. Uncle Ted. I'll even Stevens this, though, because, you know, I, a lot of my Republican friends, got a, you know, they're a little annoyed at me sounding like the, the person who's... Although, a lot of my bitches are real. They're not Republican. They're not Democrat. They're just insane. Like, you can't... I can't... We can't tolerate this insanity. But I'll hear you on the other side of this fence. Those of you on the other side, so we can keep this even Stevens, how about maybe we win with a little class, hey? You know what I mean? Like, seeing a lot of... Although I can't talk too much shit because, like, I feel like we should all get a pass on Rudy Giuliani. I think we <laughs> – I'm trying to – okay. I'm trying to do an honest-to-God even Stevens. So let's get through this. Let's get through the even Stevens part first, and then we'll get back to Rudy Giuliani because I swear to God, there's got to be some exceptions here. <clears throat> Seeing a lot of, like, you know, time to get him posts and and a lot of – like, and, I, and every time I brought it up, and it's not without merit, like – you're not going to see a bunch of people start to wave Biden flags and like wear Biden hats and start to only listen to Biden news. Oh, well, you're going to hear some only Biden news. Like, it's not going to get weird on that side. You know what I mean? There's not a cult about it. But at the same time, you guys got to like, this is an opportunity. This is not the time, like the moderates in the middle who are like, okay, I don't love Biden, but Biden will work. And then the people who are on the other side who are like, fuck yeah, Joe Biden. Or even you progressive folks who are like, Biden is a hair sniff and whatever. Like, everyone's got to spend the next four years just keeping your guns in your holsters. That's how that's how we get through this. Posting these, <laughs> although some of them are pretty funny. Like, you got to win with class. And yeah, it's supposed to be harder. Because there's a lot of, well, yeah, but this happened when they won, and this happened when they won, and I get it. But, like, they're going to win again, too. And they're going to remember how they were treated when you won. 
I can't believe I got to spend 20 minutes on this. This is fucking what you learn in like year one of kindergarten and Sunday school and, and every Cub Scout, Girl Scout, Brownies, Weebelows, fucking Lions Club, every, every group you've ever joined and every morality you've ever been taught from wherever it came from, like started there. Hey, one day you're going to win and one day you're going to lose. Everyone that you beat is going to remember how you treated them when you, they lost. What the fuck? You think it's not going to happen again? Like half this country is we are very divided. It's four years in the middle time, right? That's how you get through this. Not listening to John Voigt. Or, okay, so like all that aside, even Stevens, I believe in all of this. Except when it comes to Rudy Giuliani. Because at like, with a couple of things, a <laughs> couple of things here. This Four Seasons landscaping thing isn't a gag. Like that shit happened. They thought it was the Four Seasons Hotel and it turned out to be Four Seasons landscaping. By the way, follow them on the, on Twitter and Instagram and whatever you follow. That Whoever is running their social media, this Four Seasons landscaping out of Philly, is the funniest shit in the world. You have to follow it. It's worth the follow. Um, but like that happened, man. And then the hair dye thing, like it's getting real hard to take the whole thing seriously. Isn't it a little, let's not do the whole thing about politics. Let's change it into some fun things. Let's do the rest of the show. Just about goofy shit that I've been noticing here. I'll start here. Well, because I don't want to make the whole show a little luxury. feel like we're a little luxury right now. I'm coming off the luxury. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was back to the wonderful East River side of South Dakota last week for some work. And I'm driving back home. And I'm driving past Mitchell. And there is a billboard when you're driving west on Interstate 90. For a gentleman's club in Mitchell, South Dakota. I'll give him a plug. Con- I believe it's still called the Congo. Congo Club? That's what it's called. Well, I'm butchering your plug. I'm sorry, guys. But like on your billboard, there's there it's it's you know, Congo Club, gen- gentleman's club, exotic dancing, yada yada yada. But there's some starbursts on the on the on the billboard and and to like, you know, you know, <laughs> free parking. And drink, uh, daily drink specials, that kind of stuff, right? And one of those, one of those is free camping. And I'm just wondering how often that, like, <laughs> like, is that, like, I know that South Dakota is a family vacation camping kind of a state, right? Like, that's one of our, that's one of the greatest things. You can, it's a bitching place to bring your family to camp if camping's your thing. And... Is that is that the intent? Is it like talking to that one dude who's like, I've been driving these kids and this miserable wife in this camper <laughs> since we left Maine, and I can't believe I want I'm continuing to do this. I just need to pull over. Oh, we can camp at the Congo Club, kids. Let's go to the Corn Palace, or is it more? Like, hey, fella, you need a 
If you're looking for a night on the town and you don't want to worry about a DUI, you can sleep in your car at the Congo Club. I just, I'm wondering as a person who is in marketing and advertising, um, the free, you know, free meeting for you here for the Congo Club. And but listen, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know what I don't know. Perhaps free camping in this business. I don't know a lot about the gentleman club industry as far as what makes a good marketing sign. But I'll, I'd venture to guess that, that you could at least throw a couple of hours of copywriting at that board and perhaps. Oh, I should have took a picture of it. Someone take a picture of it, send it to me. I'll put it up. Hmm. Free camping. Oh, well, shit. Now that, you've, now that there's free camping, let's turn right. But again, I'd, I'm not in the demo. I could, maybe it's genius move. Free camping. I generally would stay away from any establishment that would lean on their camping and or their buffet. And I generally felt that way before COVID. Like, generally about buffets, yes, but certainly buffets at an, at an exotic dancing establishment. I just don't feel that's, you know, one of those you've got your peanut butter on my chocolate, you've got your chocolate on my peanut butter situations where the buffet is something you're interested in while you're at that. Like, I've never been, I've been, I'm not, I'm not ba being a Baptist about it, like, you know, I've been to my a handful, quite a quite a number of actually gentlemen's clubs in my life, but not once have I ever been like, you know, it would make this whole experience better, an unlimited amount of French toast and maple syrup, and a shit ton of bacon, and an omelet station. <laughs> well, I mean, I could get talked into a good omelet station, I guess. If it was in the far back corner, like away from the DJ. No, I don't want, no one wants an omelet or any French toast or a buffet of any sort. Again, but like, I'm not the only, you know, there's a lot of different ice cream flavors. Who's to say I'm in the wrong? Maybe that's good for your immune system. You know, tuck a couple of dollar bills, eat a couple of handfuls of, you know, hotel bacon and have yourself a tap beer, and that, that's somehow the trailer park combination to make sure you never catch COVID ever. I am not a doctor. I would not take that as medical advice. You know what? I want to, I'm trying to figure out how to, I want to start this. So I'm getting, like, spammed is the wrong word. But I'm getting, I'm getting a handful of, it's not like, it's not happening a lot and I'm not and again I want to I think spam is the wrong spam is the correct definition but like I'm not a, I'm not I'm not upset by it you know spam has a connotation where it's like oh my god I got so much spam but it, okay but it is spam so I'm getting I'm wondering if this is happening to all of you people I'm getting messages from and they're I believe they're real people I have no reason to believe that these are bots but I guess they could be bots but I don't believe they are but I'm getting the nicest, most polite messages from some Mormon kids that are now moving to the area. And they're just like asking, you know, they're, they're not being insulting. They're not being, they're not even pushing any religion. They're just like, what do you do for a living? That is interesting. What does that involve? And yada, yada, yada. And there's been like a couple of them. And it's pretty, that's a, that's a pretty clever way to spread the word, I think. I mean, you know, maybe that's not it. Maybe this is all just some weird, like, Russian <laughs> bot thing, and I'm just getting spammed by 
robot Mormon teenagers, but I don't think I am. Although now that I'm kind of on to you, I don't want to hear, I don't, now I'm out. You know what I mean? Like now that I, like, I mean, I appreciate it. The, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, people get mad. I used to get upset about like, they'd knock on your door and try to spread the religion a little bit, but I'm kind of over that now. I mean, it's not for me and I don't want to hear it, but like, you're just doing what you're supposed to do. I get it. I think it's kind of funny when people answer the door naked, but like, I think it's, I don't think people should be mean to those people. They're just, this is part of their missionary. And like, it's pretty clever of them. This is my, this is why, this is where I'm coming to the complimentary part about the spam. Like, that's a pretty clever way to do it. You know, instead of knocking on people's doors, you can't really do that. It's 2020, it's COVID. You'll just send random Facebook messages. It's a little uncomfortable to me. I don't want to talk to a stranger about anything, but you're not asking me uncomfortable questions either. You're just kind of, hey, how's it going? And then I suppose the normal reaction, because this is what I did, after like the third question, I thought it was kind of weird. So I clicked on the name and then saw the, oh, you're, this is a Mormon thing. And I don't mean that as an insult, but like this is, I just, you know, you're, this is, this is what knocking on doors is now. I mean, I'll pass, but like, get on you kids. It's very polite. <laughs> like if, you know what I mean? Like. Imagine the different spam you get. Some of it's kind of mean and insulting, right? Or someone's always trying to jack your credit card and so, or try to get you to vote for this thing. We just got through a bajillion dollars worth of political ads. Like, it's a lot of spam is, is really like, oh, my God, it's spam. Here's just a nice little polite, probably a human, maybe not, who knows. But it's all very, you know, it's all very, how's it going? That's really interesting. I mean, I assume there's going to be a hook here coming if you keep talking to them. Like, if you answer about seven questions and they know they can go, like, can we tell you the good news? But even that, it's all very polite. <laughs> I don't, I mean, this must be happening to more than just me. Like, I'm, I kind of throwing this out here to see if this, like, MurdochJones.com, hit me back, man. Like, is this also happening to you? It must be just a thing because I don't I am not like fascinating and this is not an individual thing, although that's why it works. Right. That's what I'm saying, because everybody thinks like, oh, that's really nice of this weirdo little Mormon kid to be reaching out, asking me how the day's going and hope that I have a great weekend or whatever it is like that. It feels really personal. It's good advertising. Well, I mean, that's you got to think about it that way. I'm not I'm not trying to make everybody's religion a, about brand, but like this is what I do for a living, man. Like that's a good brand. Not all not all the religions right now. Look at the look at what they're doing to the pope. <laughs> oh my god. Have you guys been following this story with the pope? Okay. So like the Pope, this is what it looks like. You have to Google. Just Google Pope Instagram. Like, pause this right now if you don't know what I'm talking about. Because I don't want to fuck up the story. And I don't have my laptop in front of me. I don't want to. I just I, So I can't be. I don't, I, can't, I don't have the ability to Google and read things right now. I'm just kind of going up from the top of my head. There's a story. Okay, just pause. Go Google that. Come back. Three, two. Welcome back. So now you know that the Pope liked <laughs> a, an ass shot from a Brazilian model. Like, the Pope's official Instagram account liked it. And everybody's like, what the shit, man? You're the Pope. Can't be liking ass shots. And it's pretty good. Like, it's, you know, it's, um, I mean, it's not 
graphically pornographic, but it's incredibly like it's pretty racy. It's an ass shot. It's a it's a you can see cheeks. Okay, <laughs> okay. So like everyone's losing their mind. What's there's an investigation happening about it. Okay, I do. Hold on, I have my phone. I want to see where this is. I have to Google this. I'm sorry that I made you go Google this, but now we're with it. Let's see for the update. Pope, Instagram. Okay, where's the latest news? The Vatican is asking the Instagram Instagram to get to the bottom of the Pope's uh, lingerie model like. Like there's a there's a not, there's an investigation happening of how it could happen. Like listen. Let's all just let me be the Pope's agent for a second. Cuz there there's a first I can, we don't need an investigation. I'll tell you exactly how this happens, okay? It's one of two things. Option one, it is the Pope, and he's an old man, and like the old men are, it's a, the internet is a very treacherous place for old people, especially old men, because it can easily toy with, with your sexuality of sorts. And I know you're the Pope, but like you're still an old man, and like it, the internet will bring you down, the internet can bring down anybody. So, you know... That could have been just what happened. Or it's option B, and this is certainly way more likely. There's no way the fucking Pope runs his own Instagram account. You don't run your Instagram account, like, after a certain level, you don't really touch your own Instagram account a lot of the times. And if you do, you have a giant team of people who are also in charge of your Instagram account. I would imagine that there are 30 people that have access to the Pope's Instagram account. Somebody in the Pope's circle thought they were on in their own little secret Instagram that they have where they can like an ass shot and no one's going to raise two shits about it. But it turns out they were accidentally logged in as the Pope and, you know, the Pope liked an ass shot. This is investigation over. Who gives a shit? But let's let me be the Pope's agent for a second on this. Let's say it was the Pope. Let's say in some ridiculous world. I mean, it isn't that ridiculous. But let's say the Pope really did it. This is an opportunity, man. Lean into this shit. Like, all right, you get on the, you get on the, like, you're the Pope. So pop out in that big Pope window, get the microphone, you know, marketplace full of people and just kind of break it down. Listen, dudes, we all sin. I'm an old man. The internet is a treacherous place and it got me. I like everybody has lustful thoughts. It's very normal. I apologize if it offended your delicate sense of whatever, but like I'm still a pope. I I will I will, you know, I'll talk to I'll pray over this if you like I don't think I think that's unnecessary, but I get it if you're the pope you got to, you know, walk that line a little. But then, you know, remind everybody. Listen, I'll tell you what, I'm the pope. I'll like all the ass shots in the world, but like I won't fuck your kid. Feel me? So, like, why doesn't everybody calm down a little bit? That's what I would do if I was the Pope. But there's probably a reason no one at, no one at the Catholic Church has called me back. <laughs> you don't think that's an effective PR strategy? Like, listen, you're just kind of break it down, kind of Big Lebowski style in the office. All right, your dudeness. Here's what you should do. Own up to it. Everybody likes an ass shot once in a while. It's not that big a deal. There are certainly worse things the Catholic Church has done. 
Can't do that, though. I mean, this Pope is cool, but no Pope is that cool. I wouldn't imagine even if you could do that, like if that Pope was even this cool. At that level, you got to have 150 people in your ear all goddamn day. Excuse my friend. Sorry, you're the Pope. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, shit. Can we go back to Mormons for a second? This is where, okay, and not just Mormons. Let's. We're just going to stay in the religion. Ooh, I didn't think we were going to get religious, but we're going to get a little religious today. There's a thing I read about that happens. I didn't know this was a real thing. And I think it's A, funny as shit, but B, like, come on, man. Okay. So this is like, a, as I understand it, this is a Mormon and evangelical thing. So, like, they're pretty big on no sex before marriage, which personally I think is ridiculous. But I get that you have your values, and if those are your values, those are your values. But there's a, there's a, there's a loophole that I've learned about that is interesting. It's called soaking. It's, <laughs> it's also called, and this is why... <laughs> It's, it's just this is why I'm bringing it up because I thought this is so goddamn funny. It's also called the the Provo float, which I think is the <laughs> funniest name on earth. Okay, I gotta, I gotta hold on, I gotta pull up this article. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Hold on, hold on. Okay, the Mormon soak. This is Mel Magazine. Okay. Some call it soaking, others call it parking or marinating, or or there's also this is all from Urban Dictionary. It's called the dock and talk, or <laughs> and my funniest version of this is called the Provo float. So like, okay, those of you that have an imaginary mind can kind of see where this is going. There's a there's a there's a loophole in all of these no sex before marriage teachings that you do where you can just it's like you know everybody's heard of just the tip just for a little just to see how it feels right it, well okay well this is what this is that you just you know it just sits there and there's no you know motion in the ocean there's just real calm ocean and everybody the boat just the boat goes in the water but there's no motoring there's no thrusting or turbulence. It's just the Provo. <laughs> it's just the Provo float. And like, I gotta remind everybody. Like, I'm like, listen. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a sales guy, and it's part of my job. I, I, you know, I talk to people. I, I talk to people into things that I think is good for their companies to buy. Right, brand. That is what I do for a living, and a big chunk of my world. And I, I have to, like, I got to break this down. There's a, you don't think there's any guys like me, like whoever came up with this is a, is a, I want to hire this person. They're goddamn genius. Like, okay, here's the problem. When you're 16 and everybody's telling you there's no sex before marriage and it's not statistically working, we need something. We need, we need a, we need a, we need a, we need to meet everybody in the middle a little bit. So like, I've got an idea. How about we come up with something called soaking? That's a clever that's a clever evangelical or a clever Mormon. I don't know who to give it credit to, but it it's also the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> like if I let this is what this is. Like okay. First off, you know, just condoms, man. You'll be fine. And and like, you know, don't be spreading the word about it. 
It's not for public consumption. And like, when you're ready, you're ready. There you go. That's how that should be taught. In my world, that's my deal. But like, that might not be your deal. And I get it. It's complicated. And I won't get into my own conversations. Like, every parent goes to this. <laughs> but like, really? Soaking? Come on. I just, I just, I found it funny. But I also found, I, like, game respect game. I'm not, like, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I consider myself pretty good at this. But even I can't imagine myself at 16 years old, like, being the bag of, just a bag of ball of nerves and anxiety that I was. Like, being able to be like, listen. <laughs> so, right, like, no sex before marriage. Right, I get it. But have you heard of this thing called soaking? It's awesome. Oh, yeah, we're just going to have sex, but, like, we're not going to have sex. There's no way I could have landed that pitch at 16 years old. Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. Hopefully, I taught you something. If you didn't know about soaking, it's a thing. <sighs> what else did I want to talk about? Um, we're about a half hour, give or take. Okay, here's a thing I want. Let me, Ladies... Ladies, let me talk to you for a little bit here. And like, I don't know your story. I haven't worn your moccasins for a mile. I don't, I don't, I don't, I get, I don't get everybody's hardship, but I, everybody has it. I understand. But like, we need to have a genuine conversation about the the, the constant memes about how strong you are and how shitty every ex is and like i don't mean i'm not saying you're wrong i'm here's what i'm noticing and maybe this is just my internet and i'm paying particular particular attention to it and i don't mean to again i don't know what you've been through like so i don't i'm not talking shit here let me, but and in a very pr sense let me generally help you and like i'm not singling anybody specifically out i'm generally talking about that that just it's just happening generally across the board right now on on the on the female end and i don't i don't see this from my male counterparts <laughs> but there's a lot of like if he can't handle you at your worst he doesn't deserve you at your best kind of bullshit happening right now and it's a and i got to i got to tell you it, it just just for the whole you know court of public opinion of it all it i i i think the intent of it is to maybe, you know, I, th I think it has the opposite effect of what you're, I don't know what the intent of it is. Maybe it's all just to make yourself feel better because of the bullshit you've been through. I'm sure that's a lot of it. I don't want to take that away. Cause again, we started this whole show with, I want you to be taking care of your mental health, but I, I believe this is not actually helping that. And actually it just makes you look like a fucking lunatic. And the more you post them, the crazier I assume that you just generally are right now. I'm not saying you don't deserve to be pretty crazy because you got a lot of shit going on, but like, <laughs> what's that? On the ninth or 10th hand at the poker table, if you don't know who the worst player at the table is, you're the worst player. The more you announce that, the worse of a player you look like. I don't know if that is a helpful way to explain that at all. Also, I don't think the intent is to make a bunch of dudes like me. I'm not saying that's the... I'm, I don't mean that as a male and female thing. I generally mean that as just people. I, and, like, post that shit. But maybe half as much, half as often. 
I think you'll notice if you're not thinking about that kind of shit more, you won't think about that kind of shit as much. I don't know. I'm not. I'm a dummy. You post all the shit you want, but like, it, I just assume you're a lunatic. The more I, I see those get posted. <laughs> <laughs> but like, who gives a shit what I think? And I generally mean that. But I'm noticing, like, it's just, there's a lot of it right now. Just a lot of it. I don't know where it's coming from. And, like, I'm not saying we, like, there isn't a, there's, there, maybe there's the other side of this coin. Like, we're, like, generally speaking, those of us need to react differently to it. But it makes, it looks like, it looks like the real life version of being on the line for Black Friday. Like, really stressful. It looks. <laughs> it looks. It looks like. It looks like continuous debate about masks. Like there's just. It looks like there's always just. There always needs to be an argument. My God in heaven, you people with the mask. Can we just? You know. We live in an area where not everybody. Let's okay. We're gonna punt on the memes for a second because I don't want to feel like I'm picking anybody. But I generally think we all need to like. Okay, I know. I know. I have a broken record about this. But the town that we live in right now, for those of you that are listening to this outside of South Dakota, and like there's a lot of shit on the news about South Dakota that looks like we're trying to kill all of you right now. I swear we're not trying to kill all of you, but like you have to understand that we started this whole thing in an area where there's not a lot of people here. And it took a little bit to get here. And I do believe there's also a bit of a, you know, uh, we could be a little more on. Um, I'm, we deserve some of the press that we're getting. Let's put it that way. We don't deserve all the press that we're getting. Well, maybe we do. I don't know. But, like, regardless, that's making it very fucking tense right here about masks. I got to tell you, it's just not that hard. Like, so you put it, you go into a restaurant, you put it on, you sit down, you take it off. You go to the bathroom, you put it on, you sit down, you take it off. Like, everybody's got to do it. Although, understand we live in an area where not everybody's going to do it. And, like, that fight's not worth it either. So just do the best you can. You don't need to borrow trouble. So they won't wear one or they can't wear one, whatever. I don't give a shit either. Just as long as you all shut the fuck up about it and just generally everybody agree to put one on when you, when you generally everybody thinks you should put one on. Like, what do you think these, these the Japanese people are doing it since like the late 80s? What do you think? They're just making this shit up? It's I don't know. Uh... <laughs> It's like, like I got, I was wearing one once and like literally got called gay for it. Like, really? That's where we're at here. I'm not busting your shit about it. I think you should be wearing one, but I'm not going to point you out in the middle of nowhere and everybody and feel like, you, you know what I mean? Just everyone's doing their best here. Although, you know, it's not hurting you. Put one on. I'll say this too. Like I'm bowing out of Thanksgiving and it's a bummer. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's the right thing to do. Everybody can, you know, well, it's not going to kill you. Although I also get it, like, if you can set it up to where it's safe. But stop reading news about states that you don't live in, about mask mandates that aren't real because you're reading it from some bullshit source. Like, that doesn't mean, like, all this is is just common sense. This is not that difficult. Oh, my God. It's just going to be a fight about it forever out here, isn't it? It just shouldn't, it doesn't have to be this exhausting. You want a couple of funny stories from El Sister and then we'll wrap this up. Um, 
Okay. So, like, you know when you're in elementary school and you have, you have like, gym class and you do activities? And, like, one of them is, you know, you do, like, I think everybody did some version of line dancing or square dancing or all this stuff. Okay. So, we did a thing in Elsister. Uh, like, we were... All of the elementary classes were we we were all I guess super into a thing called tinkling. Do you know what tinkling is? I this is why I'm talking about this. Like for a while we did we did the big parachute thing. Like I think a lot of you we did when we were kids. But like we line danced and square danced and tinkled. And like if there was an Olympic team for like super white dancing, we would we could have won it. And like. I think, like, everybody knows what line dancing is. Heel, toe, do do come on, baby, let's go line dancing. And everybody knows what square dancing is, you know. But, like, everybody from Brown Sister, I think for, because we all learned square dancing from a PE coach named Mr. Seibert, who recently passed, and he was a great dude. He was, our, he was a football coach and a track coach and a PE coach, and he taught, he just taught for 100 years. He shaped the minds of, like, just hundreds of Brown Sister kids. Just a great dude. But he taught us all how, like, he was super into line dancing and square dancing. And and then apparently this thing called tinkling. And as I've become an adult here in the last few years, I've asked around about tinkling. If anybody, I just assumed, I swear to God, I assumed everybody tinkled. Like it was just something upper Midwest white kids did in elementary school. It turns out that's not true. None of you know what tinkling is. Apparently, you can Google it, tinkling. Just guess on the spelling. You'll find it. It's a Filipino folk dance that, for whatever reason, only kids in Elsister or maybe a few other towns in this area did. Like, I swear to God, right now, you could fly me to some Filipino folk dance thing in the middle of wherever in some Filipino fair. And, like, if there's a Teninkalan deal going on, you might, I like, I might need a few minutes, but I swear to God, I could get in there and do some Teninkalan. It's just, it's super weird. And, I, and like, I'm wondering, a couple people from El Sister listen to this. This is, this is if those of you, if this is your first episode, by the way, I grew up in a little sleepy farm town called El Sister, South Dakota, home of about 750 friendly people. And, like, there was some weird shit that happened there, but there's a lot of good shit that happened there, too. It's a very cute little town. I loved the way I grew up. I, um, I wish everybody could have the experience that I had growing up. It was not bad at all. But as I look back, there's some there's <laughs> there's some goofy shit, and so I like to talk about it once in a while. And this is one of them. For whatever strange reason, a bunch of white kids in the middle of nowhere know how to do a Filipino folk dance, and the more people I ask, they think I'm making it up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is something that more people did, and maybe I'm on like the younger end of it. That could be. Those of you older Brook and Murdoch listeners, maybe you all know how to tinkle as well. I'm not shit-talking it. I think it's awesome. I am making fun of the square dance in a little bit. Like, I can, right now, if you play Amarillo by Morning. Amarillo by Morning. Boom, boom, doo, doo, boo. Promenade left. I can square dance that song. I think only that song. I'll say this about us. We only ever learned how to do these things to, like, one song. Like the <laughs> everybody learned how to tinkle to the what's that? That whatever that one is, the interceptor or it's got some goofy name like that. That's what we tinkled to. So it wasn't even like Filipino music we were tinkling to. It's just this kind of white song from the twenties. 
And then the only thing we square danced to was Amarillo by Morning. And then the only thing we line danced to was Boot Scoot and Boogie by Brooks and Dunn. So I guess I can't say we're Olympic champions of it because we only got really – like if there was ever an Olympic – like, okay, if the world ever has a contest to see who can do the best Filipino dance to whatever that song is called, the best square dance to Amarillo by Morning, and the best line dance to Brooks and Dunn, Boot Scoot and Boogie. Like in some weird Armageddon movie – impossible situation where we need to save the planet like fucking put me on the team man we can win it <laughs> thanks to mr cybert god rest his soul he tried to i i was such a terrible athlete in high school with mr cybert <laughs> so like i was a little fat kid like i was a late bloomer right i didn't hit puberty till it took me a long time and so you know when that happens to you like it, it's hard when that you grow up like that. That's probably why I'm a little half funny because you gotta you gotta use different parts of your you know, if you can't be the cool stud athlete and you're not the big good looking tan kid, like you gotta get you gotta get funny, otherwise you get stuffed in lockers and shit. And so, what? But I was still trying to be like a little jockey, but I you know I couldn't like I was I wasn't an athlete till later. And so in my little fat pear body as a 15-year-old Mr. Cybert, I was on the track team cuz you could just, for, for whatever dumb reason you got to join every sport when you're in a small little town like this. But I can't run a 100-yard dash and I certainly can't run the 2-mile stuff and I can't do the long jumps and I can't do the high jumps. Shit, I can't jump at all. So it's like, well, you know, put all them shitty fat kids on the on the shot put and discus team and 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 you know, hopefully well they just can't bother anybody. They can't fuck anything up over there. <laughs> <laughs> that was generally Mr. Cyber was so nice about it. He's like, well, you know, BJ, why don't you just be on the shot put and discus team? And then you can lift some weights and act like you're on the track team. And then you don't really need to do anything. And it was always kind of fun because you go to the track meets and you get done with your stuff first. And I was fucking terrible. And, you know, and then you go get some Skittles and shit and continue being a fat kid and then go, you know, hang out at the track meet. It's pretty fun. I mean, not for the being really terrible at it part. That was kind of a bummer. But, like, that was over pretty quick. And now it's kind of silly when you look back at it. All right, my friends. There's your stories from Elsister. Oh, I do have one I have to talk about next time. We've got I've got stories from Elsister Christmas edition. Where there is... And let me tease it for you here. There's some capers. Where we've got some true... Some, some stories from Elsister true crime edition. As we learn about the theft of baby Jesus. That's coming up on the next episode. Give the sponsors a plug. I sure appreciate it. If you go to MurdochJones.com and click on any of those guys, you can save money on stuff. If you buy anything on Amazon um, and you click my Amazon link, I get a little commission out of the deal. Um, that's how this thing can keep growing, and I appreciate your support. If you uh, would follow it on Spotify or subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, give it a rating if you wouldn't mind. Um, that always helps me as well. You can hate this fucking thing too and just you know still give it a subscription. You don't have to actually listen to it. Although to those of you that are, I appreciate that you are. This thing seems to be growing a bit, and uh, I'm trying to keep up with the once-a-week deal, but um, doing the best I can. Thanks for listening, and hope you guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. If you're feeling stressed out, just breathe in and out for 10 seconds, man. Or talk to a therapist or talk to a friend. Like, it's okay to tell a buddy that you are feeling stressed out and you want to work through some shit. If you work through some shit, you won't feel as stressed out. Just check in with yourself. And we're going to have a good, crazy December together, my friends. I'll see you all later. 
It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credits was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone is Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. (laughs) So leave this goddamn piece in.